0: Hello everyone, and welcome back to the It Gets Better podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Adkinson, and I am here today with Lauren Taylor. Lauren is a speaker, author, and content creator with an undeniable gift for captivating women around the world. Honestly, she inspires me so much. Through her experience, joy, and honesty, she shares highly relatable stories, inspiring women to step into their power, embrace who they are, and use their voice for a positive impact. I promise you, this episode is going to leave you so inspired and so ready to just like really step into who you are. So welcome, Lauren. I'm so excited to have you here. Hi, Lindsay. Oh
1: my gosh, you radiate so much sunshine and love, and I adore you, and I'm so honored to be here.
0: I'm so excited to have you here. Um, I have been looking forward to have you on this podcast for so long. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, (laughs) I took a pause on guest episodes when I was getting like my EFT certification and we were supposed to do ours and I was like, oh my gosh, I hate to reschedule. Um, but she was so, I don't know, just kind and understanding, which is great because I did reschedule and a few people were like upset about it. And I'm like, I just can't fail my school. (laughs) I paid too much. So even that was just like, it was just such a it just really showed how understanding you are and like genuine. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I honestly love you. So I would love for everyone here to get to know you. If you want to tell us your story from start to finish, whatever you feel comfortable with.
1: Yeah. Oh my. And congrats, by the way, I'm so excited for you oh, that you like passed
0: you. and everything. So
1: exciting. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. So gosh, where do I even start? Uh, I mean, I, you know, I think that in my self-discovery journey, I think where it really started is within my childhood. Um, th- I think there were so many things and we've talked about it right off air where like, I think in our childhoods, like whether that was, I think there were different parts. Like I really had a, some beautiful parts of my childhood where I had some really beautiful experiences. But then there were other parts where I dealt with trauma and that really became rooted as I got older, I'm in developing into severe anxiety and depression and, um, really this suppression of my voice. And I didn't know it at the time of like little Lauren, but I think that, um, you know, I, when I was little, I was really able to, uh, put on a face and, and really just able to like, no one. And now that I talk about it in my experiences and everyone's still, I think it's like, wait, what that happened? I'm like, yeah, I was just so, uh, (laughs) really, um, I really, I almost caveat it to like a Barbie doll. Like when you can, like, I used to like cut up my Barbie doll's hair and like the whole, like just like completely just destroy her. Um, but she would always keep smiling. And I think that's essentially like kind of what I felt like. I felt like no matter what was going on, in the household or within my life, I would always keep smiling. And I really like put myself into that box. And so as I got older, um, I got to a point where I, I tried college that did not work out. Lindsay, I only lasted for like a semester. Uh, Me too.
0: <laughs> oh, I dropped bad. out
1: after one semester. Oh my gosh. It dropped out tonight. Drop out <laughs> And so that, and cause I, I mean, I love the social aspect. Oh my gosh. If I could have gotten a grade and like, just, you know, gaining friends, having a good time, I would have like had an A plus, but I just, I couldn't get a grasp on uh, college. And so I dropped out. I came back home to my hometown and my hometown is very much like a Gilmore girls episode. It, you know, it's a small town. I knew my mailman, like it <laughs> has a special place in my heart. And so I'm back in my hometown. I'm about 22 at this time. um, living with my dad. And I just was, I had this moment of like, what the hell am I going to do with my life? Like, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know how I'm going to do it. And I need to do something. Everyone around me, graduation, engagement, kids. And I'm just like, okay, like I can barely do my laundry. I can barely figure out like just how to live. And so Thankfully, I was so grateful for my dad's support in that and and being able to have um, that blessing and and having that time to figure it out. And so from there, I got this uh, wild idea to create a magazine and I was like, okay, like this is a way that I can maybe like amplify other voices and to share women's stories. And because I think at the root of it all, I really just wanted to make a positive impact. And so I then... Uh, created that magazine. Um, and then over a course of like a year, um, I had about 40 people on my team. Um, they all worked remotely. Yeah. It was, it was so cool. Everyone was so kind and wanting to support this like initiative and passion project. And, um, and then we got into a store, we had an event and it just, it taught me so much about collaboration, teamwork, overall impact and then fast forwarding it gave me insight into the influencer world and um that's where i think i kind of fell in love with just working with other brands and collaborating with other creators again to really drive that positive impact and um and then that's also where i got a touch into speaking as well i'm doing my first panel and that was that was so cool so i think i i constantly got this taste, whether it was like through modeling or speaking or content creation, where I was like, okay, like I'm on this trajectory of like, I get to maybe share myself and be seen and be heard. And, but then also continue to create this representation that was like, so um, a big part of my heart and that inclusivity and diversity. And, uh, but what was interesting though, I think what I ultimately did and up until probably until I turned 30, I think that I kind of I kind of shielded myself behind and, and pushed everyone else's um, stories and voices because mm-hmm. I was, I think, at the root of it, like I was really scared to share my own. Like it was like, okay, like I'll just share like certain parts of me. Like, yes, I want to be seen and heard, but do I really want to be seen and heard? Do I really want to like the world to really <laughs> see who I am? Because that terrifies me. That is so scary. And uh, I think there was a quite a few moments that pushed my boundaries and push me out of that comfort zone and push me to really share my voice. And I think one of them happened, um, with everything that happened with George Floyd. And that was the very first time that I really even shared my opinion on something that of that magnitude. Mm -hmm. And I think that video ended up going like semi-viral. And so that, uh, And then having this like new community, it was like, okay, so what are you going to say next? And I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, I, I have no idea. Uh, that was like really just like my heart coming out and now I don't really know where to go next. But I think from that, um, and I took a little bit of a break after that. Uh, but then when jumping back in, I was like, okay, like I really need to, uh, start to do the inner work on myself. And that's where I got like a therapist and I think really creating this, um, this safe space for this self-discovery and then bringing everyone else along with me. And that's really what I've been doing lately where, um, I, I am so grateful to continue to working with brands like Airy, who, I mean, they've been, they've changed my life in so many ways. Um, while then also still building that community and then also working not only have that in positive impact within the world, but then also within myself.
0: Wow. That was, that was beautiful. The whole time I was just like, Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. Do you think when you mentioned you were like pushing everyone else's stories but your own, do you think Mm -hmm. that was part of with the magazine as well? Like you think that's. Oh yeah. Okay. I'd love to know. Why do you think you did that? You think it was mainly fear or what, what do you think that, and if it is, what were you afraid of ultimately?
1: Yeah, I think, I think I always had this thing of like, Oh, I really want to be liked, accepted, loved. And if I were to share my truest, truest self then maybe I wouldn't be liked, accepted and loved. And so why not take that, uh that pressure off of me and that anxiety off of me. And I'll just, I'll just share everyone else's because then everyone else can, can, you know, do that. And I'll be supportive of that. And because if I do that, then I'll, I'll crumble, I'll break. I, you know, I think, yes, it was totally fear that I'm going to end up alone in the world because no one is going to accept me as I am. Because I think I I had pretended for so long in this persona that was created and kind of this push narrative um, to hide certain things that were going on. And so I just I think it's hard because it's like you when you don't know yourself and when you've created this like persona of yourself, and then you understand that like it feels like a Hannah Montana moment. Like you, mm. if you were to take the wig off and if people were to see, you know, like really who you are it, again, there's just like that ultimate fear of that loneliness. And I think, I think the other thing to that is I didn't know that the relationship with myself would be enough. I thought that I would have to have everyone else um, or be, be in a relationship with everyone else, whether that was romantic friendship, family, to fulfill me versus having the relationship with myself because a relationship with myself, I didn't know what that looked like and I didn't think that that was enough.
0: Mm. So you mentioned it was kind of like an accident where you talked about everything with the George Floyd situation and that's sort of where you realized like, okay, I want to use my voice or was it kind of building before that? Like before we like, okay, I do want to use my voice. And then when everything happened with George Floyd, we like, okay, no, wait, now like I, like I have to speak does that make sense? It was almost like the tipping point where you're like, you know, I've, I was quiet for so long, I have to speak. Um, was it building for a while? Like you started to feel that pressure of like, okay, I'm ready to be, you know, show myself online a little more.
1: That's really good insight, Lindsay. Maybe, like maybe it was building for a while. I mean, I I think so many things happen that, and I think for anyone who's ever been through trauma as well, it's like you do get to that tipping point. So that's re- that's a really good catch there because yeah, I guess, and I and I think, in that in that um, horrific thing with well and and just in all the horrific events that were surrounding um, and both George Floyd but everything that also came after that as well I think that push to speak up it was it it did feel like something I had to do but then also something that I wanted to do and I and I guess I just. There was a switch that happened where, like, the fear became quieter. Like, it it mm-hmm. became like my my want to say something became louder than my fear. Mm-hmm. And I think when that switch happened, and then to see the response, and then to have this community come in, it was like, whoa! Like, I I didn't know that me speaking up and and sharing my heart and sharing, um, everything that my thoughts that it would then create that ripple effect and then now um ultimately like i mean cuz fast forwarding to a few like maybe like 2 years later but ultimately a community in which i'm like okay they actually care what i have to say but then beyond that like i i actually felt that power come back into myself when i did that and i think um that reminder of that and that i think it was always within me but Um, For it just to be so muted for so long. I think that's where it was like, it it just became this like gigantic, like, oh, like, okay, like I, I, I do have a voice and I can use it. And like, this is just like a ounce of like what it could, what it can do.
0: Mm-hmm. You mentioned before that you were struggling with wanting, you know, everyone to love you and not realizing like that self-love would be enough. Um, I feel like that's something a lot of people struggle with is looking for like that external validation. Um, was there anything specific, um, whether from childhood, you think that led to you being in a place where you were like, okay, I, I need love from everyone else. Like not realizing you could love yourself.
1: Yeah. Cause, and I, I'd love to hear your perspective on this too, Lindsay. Cause like, I, like loving myself, which it's funny because I think before I was such a like preacher of that, like, all you have to do is love yourself, love yourself. But (laughs) I think when I did it, I wasn't necessarily doing that for myself. And I had to, I had to find peace and understand that I'm not always going to love myself. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't think, I think that, yes, we should, but it's okay if we don't. And it's okay. If like, there's that balance there of the, the days that we do and the days that we don't. I I want to, I think my, uh, switch that happened is, okay. I, maybe I can't love myself all the time, but I want to embrace myself and I want to accept myself. Mm. And I think that to me, um, there's also power in that because, and then there's also like human, it gives also allowance for like the human experience because there's, I mean, as I said, like there's just so many days and especially like my lowest of lows where like that love just doesn't come in. I don't see it. I don't feel it. Um, But if I can find acceptance of myself and embracing different parts of myself, both, you know, in all aspects, I, I feel like I can still then keep hold of myself and keep that power. So have you felt the same and like that, I think of loving you like do you feel like you can love yourself all the time or do you feel yourself more leaning towards just that acceptance and that embrace or all I,
0: I actually think I never would have thought about it like that, but I do think now that you've said it out loud, I do agree. Cause there are plenty of days where I have like that voice that's like, Oh, I don't love myself today, or like I'm nitpicking myself or like I'm tearing myself apart, or I notice that I'm self sabotaging, which I guess makes sense, but then I do notice I have tried to grow to a place where I at least accept it and accept like, okay, this is just who I am today. Where my therapist once said, she was like, you know, sometimes resilience is like pulling yourself off the floor when you're crying. She's like, but sometimes resilience is letting yourself stay on the floor and cry it out. So Mm. I do think I have, I guess I agree. I guess there are a lot of times where I've learned that the best thing I could do for myself is just to accept it and let myself like be in the space that I'm obviously craving to be in, whether it's like, Being super lazy and foregoing work a little bit or foregoing responsibility. Obviously, sometimes I can't, but, you know, or there are some days when I work so hard to, you know, be so kind to myself. But then there also are some days when I'm like, you know what, I just need to just let myself be. Um, So I guess, yeah, I, I guess I do feel the same. I've never really thought about it like that. And it is like, it's a really nice way of accepting your humanity and not putting so much pressure on yourself and actually in a way I feel like it almost is like the truest form of self-love because you're not forcing yourself to fake it with yourself it's like that Mm. more like honest like almost like an honest love you know what sometimes I don't want to be a be be with myself I don't want to be present with myself but I'll always be the one who I come back to because I'm always going to be with myself so I'm, yes. really, I'm glad you put it that way because I feel like a lot of people are going to hear that and be like, okay, that makes me feel a lot better. Because I think often people want to feel like they love themselves every day in the days when they don't feel it. They're probably feeling like, what is wrong with me? Am I doing something mm. wrong? I can't yes. get it together like everyone else. But this is such a good reminder that you don't have to have it together every single day.
1: Exactly. I love that. Exactly.
0: um Do you think... I had a question. I'm like, it was like in the thought about what you're talking. Um, Do you think that the acceptance has made it easier to like become more yourself, more authentic? Because I feel like you show up so authentically, so honest online. Do you think that self acceptance has helped? Oh yeah, and it's in that self
1: acceptance. I think it looks two ways. One. There are on the days that, in which I'm like, Oh, like I, I feel powerful. I feel sexy. I feel confident. I feel like so good. I'm, I'm really just feeling all, all the, all the shine and all the sparkle. And then there's other days that it feels like, it feels like a, I'm really seeing certain parts of myself that I may not want to see. Like I may not want to face. I may feel fearful of or feel like, Oh, like, I really don't like that about myself. I, and, and, and sometimes even feeling hopeless in that I'm like, "Mm, this is because in therapy, like I, I liked to always reference like an easy button. Like I wish, or like even like a fix it button. Like I wish that in the things that I'm working through, I sometimes I'm like, can we fast forward? Can we just fix this right up? Can I just like button it right up? And sometimes I can't, and I've had to make peace with, there are so many things within myself that I'm going to have for the rest of my life that I'm going to be continued working through. And I have to find peace in that. And that's hard. That acceptance is hard. And so it's really, uh, yeah, it's really kind of this, like two, two ways that I look at it. And, and, but on the days in which I'm like, where I feel like that, uh, that warrior and, and really just, you know, um, feeling so good. I hold on to that feeling for then when I'm faced with things that I've had to make that peace about and, um, come, come to my, as you were saying, come to my own truth about too. Cause see that's to be really honest with yourself about things, uh, that has been very hard, like vulnerability and honesty. It's something I think I will forever work on, but it's tough because, mm-hmm. you know, you, I think that we always want to steer away from pain, right? Naturally, we're human beings. Mm -hmm. We don't want to experience pain in any sort of way. Um, And I think with me, like I'm a Pisces, I'm in touch with my emotions, like they just, Mm -hmm. you know, come out. And so um, I've really tried to make peace with that that though and understand that, you know, that's not a weakness, that being in touch with your emotions, having that emotional health um, and feeling all the feels, like that's all okay. It's all a part of it because it's just going to, move you forward in that self-discovery and move you forward in that growth. And, um, really, I think reconnect yourself and, and to get back to yourself as well, too.
0: I love that. If there's someone listening, who's like, okay, but I never feel empowered. I never feel that warrior moment. Um, would Mm -hmm. you have any tips or like words of wisdom for them? Mm,
1: I try to think back to when I felt like that, like it, because it, So when I was, and this happened a lot when I was in my twenties, and I always say this, I feel like, I feel like thirties, you just get that light switch, but.
0: Oh good. My, I turned 30 in a month and a half. So I'm glad oh to hear gosh. that. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> uh, But
1: yeah, in your, in your twenties. So if you aren't feeling that at all, then my advice is. I feel like you need more time with yourself because what I used to think in my twenties, I thought, let me fill up my time with as many friends, as many events, as many things I need escapism because if I'm alone, if I sit with myself, I'm not going to get up out of that hole. Like I'm going to just sit there and I'm not going to get out. And I was afraid of that. Like I was afraid of like my own thoughts and my own self, but see, I think that the more time that we can spend with ourselves, where we can hear our th- thoughts and where we can, I, I i spend a lot of time in like meditation as well too. It's like, there's, I think something starts to happen where we can really do that uh, self-coaching. Like now therapy helped me and, and I would also recommend therapy or whatever that can look like to you. But if you are into like self-coaching as well, where you start to ask yourself, okay, like, why am I not feeling empowered? Like, why am I feeling this way? Like, what is like, what's the root there? And really try to understand that root. Like for me, like the root of my anxiety and my depressions also coming from my traumas that I never truly faced or worked through or talked about. So that was one. And then two, another root for me where I felt like that like and acceptance and love and not seeing, and seeing wanting to not even like be in my own skin and all that, like a lot of that was rooted in loneliness. A lot of that was rooted in um not feeling like, feeling like I had to be like the best person, content creator, sister, whatever, and like all, all of that. So I had to get honest about that. So yeah, I, I think that even though it can seem incredibly scary, but I think... S- this time alone, which honestly, this is the first alone time I've ever had. I'm 30 now. Like I, I've always either been in a relationship or like surrounded by tons of friends and people Mm -hmm. This is the first time where I've like been or now I'm 31, but it's the first time that I've been alone. I've even spent my birthday alone and everything, which terrified me, but it was the, it was the best. Like I, and again, I, cause I, I, I get the fear, but I, I just feel like for me and my experience and everyone's different, but that's what helped me the most. It's just that time to myself, to hear my own thoughts, to get real with myself and then to take the steps that I needed for me, that looked like therapy, but for somebody else, it might look like, again, that self-coaching, that, that meditation, that walk outside, like, you know, that fresh air, that deep breath, like even for me, like sometimes I even struggled with like remembering to deep, like to have those like deep breaths and everything. And, um, you know, music. Um, cause also I, I think to everything that you're listening to, that you're reading, um, that you're surrounding yourself with, that all plays a gigantic part. Mm-hmm. So reassessing that and auditing that, like, I'm very, very strict about what I see on my social media, about what I read, what I listen to, what I watch. Um, and, uh, really again, like just because our minds, I think, are 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 so so powerful. So I really had to recondition and um, and uncondition and unlearn and relearn so many different things, and really just trying to rebuild the tools and of my mind. Because our minds are a muscle, and so we really have to like work that out. And what that is to you, but that's a long-winded answer. But ultimately, I would say to s- spend that time with yourself, so that you can know, because you're gonna know it's in your guts, in in your soul and I think you're already equipped with it so you're gonna know like okay and, and if you are able to get true with yourself to understand like okay this is exactly what I think I need and start to make steps towards that and, and see what that can look like for you but I also want to give hope to that I there you know I think that we have so much inner strength and resilience like I'm sure for everyone who's listening you have been through it like when whatever that experience has looked like so, don't negate that. Like you're up until this point, right? It's like, and wherever you are in your life. And so if you've gotten this far, like, oh my gosh, like that, that ultimately is incredible. That's powerful. So if you can't see the power of yourself right now, look at that, like, look at where you are right now. And I always, come back to, I know that often we say like, Oh, like do it for your little self, but also do it for your future self. Cause your future self is also then looking back at you and saying, thank you. Thank you for keep going. Thank you for waking up this morning. Thank you for accepting me. Thank you for embracing this. Thank you for going through this. Right. So I think we also have to remember that too.
0: I just want to say real quick, you are an incredible speaker. Um, (laughs) You really are. You're a very captivating speaker, but I wanted to go back, as you mentioned, self-discovery along that. And I do think that's so important. And it's a big part of your twenties because I remember being in my early twenties. I didn't know anything about myself. I didn't know my favorite color. If someone asked me my favorite movie, I would have no idea. And I know those sounds so silly, but it showed how little of time I'd spent with myself because I didn't know anything. And my therapist once gave me this activity and she told me to take two pieces of paper and to draw one that is like myself and like what I like, what, what other people would see about me, like my, favorite hobbies, my everything about how they would see me and then how I would see myself. And I remembered I drew so quickly the one that other people would see. And I was so stuck on the one that I could see myself. And I was so nervous to go back to my therapist and be like, I couldn't complete it. And she just smiled. She was like, that was the point. She's like, I wanted you to see that you have been spending time with so many people trying to figure out who you are. She was like, you're not going to figure out who you are until you spend time with yourself. She was like, someone else. it was so good. She was like, no one else can tell you those little things about yourself. She was like, you have to figure out for yourself. What do you like? Like, what do you enjoy? And when you mentioned self-discovery, I feel like it is so important to just do things on your own a little bit and just see, do I like that or do I not? Because even if, think about when you go to a restaurant and you're like, oh, what are you going to get? What are you going to order? What are you going to order? And it's like, it's so, even those silly things, as I've gotten older, it's so empowering for me to be like, you know what? I know you're not, you don't want to eat this and you don't want to eat that, but this is what I'm going to order and not needing to like ask everyone else. And I know that's so silly and so simple, but I just feel like it's something that really clicked with me as I spent time by myself is realizing no one else has the answers to who I am, but me.
1: Yes. Oh
0: my gosh. We need that quote on everything. Yes, yes, yes. Um, And also you Okay, so you talk about now you're going more towards a content creator, you know, speaker, all of these different things. What do you feel like your mission is online?
1: Oh, powerful question. <laughs> I
0: think
1: that my mission. Well, oh, I I think maybe there's like a few missions there. Like I I think my. If you were to come to my page and or like my my website and everything, I mean, I, I share my mission of, um, you know, wanting to make that positive impact, amplifying, um, voices and really honing in on inclusivity and diversity and representation, um, and truly changing the world. Uh, so that that's always there. But I I also think my maybe my most recent mission. Is I want to as I'm as I'm pouring back into myself as I'm doing that self discovery as I'm really growing as a human being, I I want to bring my community along and I want them to feel um, not only also empowered in that, but for us to have this like deep relationship together where we're able to, so one of my love languages is I, I love voice memoing people. I love sharing gifts. Um, if you do follow me on social media, I probably have like DMD. Like I love, 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 like speaking to people, especially even like this too, and really just creating those um, relationships because I, I think the most thing that I've learned recently is even though we're all experiencing life differently and no one can experience it like you're going to experience it because you are only you there's this really beautiful connection in which you can hear someone's story and hear someone's experience and be like oh my gosh like either I've been through something similar so I don't feel so alone in that or it's like wow like if you can go through that then that essentially can also give me strength to go through like what I'm going through like and so yeah. So I think that my mission really just comes back to like, I, I want to, as in whatever creative projects that I do and wh- whatever work that I do, I want other people to feel seen and heard. And I also want to feel seen and heard. And um, I always just want to move forward in love and whatever that looks like. Like I, I've just, I think I've, as I'm like doing my own self-discovering and really just falling back in love with, myself and, and also in that embrace and, um, just like finding out all these different things, uh, it, I don't know, it, it makes me want to celebrate that even more. Um, and to even speak up more too about not only like the high points, but the low points too. Like, I just want to bring in more of that real and, um, yeah, just connect with each other on a deeper level. Cause I mean, this is as far as we know, like, this is not like, uh, an encore, right? It's like, this is it. Like, this is like, um, and so I just want to live life to the fullest. And I'm hoping that my legacy behind that is that people feel the love and they feel like they can take whatever they need to take and put it into their own life and truly soar.
0: I love that. So for someone who is also wanting to be seen and heard, but they're scared to use their voice and they feel, really nervous to in any aspect to speak up and kind of step into their power, what would you say to those people?
1: Mm. Well, what I, I would find your, why, like, why are you scared? Like why, like what, what is that? That's making you hesitate. That's making you halt. That's making you feel paralyzed in your voice. Cause for me, that was, um, I was, I was really scared. I I literally thought I was like, chicken little, the sky's going to fall, the world's going to end. And even if I share my opinion on like, I don't know, like maybe I don't like chocolate, which I don't like, I I hate chocolate, but like, even (laughs) if I share that, maybe that's going to be an issue. Maybe that's going to be, you know, an uproar. And I'm going to have all these haters online. Like, i think so how dare <laughs> I, you not like chocolate I'm just yeah kidding. like oh my god you're an awful person for not liking you chocolate uh but yeah so i think but i think that's important right it's like you know why why are you scared and then two i think and again that fear that true fear for me um of that being liked and accepted and, and all that um I got a bit of a wake up call, I think, and I, I think that you can give yourself a self wake up call. You don't have to experience a wake up call, but to me, I had like a tower moment where I, um, I was faced with a really really hard situation where I was sharing my, um, my voice and and what I saw happening was that no matter how much love or how much caring or how or how much censored I was being, it didn't matter. Like there was still, there was still strife in, in my opinions and, and my voice and everything like that. So I think that's the other part to it. It's like, you're, we're not going to be for everyone. You are going to have people who absolutely hate you for no reason. You're going to have people who wish you the worst You're And so if that that is your reason, as it was similar to mine, it's like, that was my wake up call. It's like, it doesn't matter. I could literally share anything and I'm going to get people who don't even care. I'm going to get people who do care and who, you know, who, um, are, I like to call it kind of like my soul family, right. Who are like going to like support me in that. And then there's other people who are going to completely like, like shit on it. And so, so I think that I, I weighed that out and it was like, okay, um, what, where do I place my, um, my, I guess my hope and my my faith and my belief in, am I putting it in others or if I, am I putting it in myself? And if I'm putting it in myself, then I then have to put myself at the forefront. And I really have to be like, to overcome that fear and understand that like, okay, yeah, all that fear and doubts or whatever, that's it's probably going to happen. But guess what? Also all those dreams and goals and visions and everything that you want to share with your voice can also happen. Awesome. So I, I think energetically, I just, ha- I, I made that shift and, and I, that was more important to me. Like it was more important to me to share my voice than to have it be silenced by anybody else. And I think that is really where you have to be honest with yourself because, you know, I think you always have the power to share your voice. No one's ever going to take that away from you. You can only like take that away from yourself. So I think that you really have to like be honest with yourself, like what weighs out more. And I'm hoping that you you choose the latter that I'm hoping that you, you do share your voice because we also need it. Like, I, I think that people often can forget that, that, you know, like, oh, well no one needs to hear me or no one needs to hear my voice or no one, um, needs me at all, but that's not true. Someone needs you. And you may never even meet that person ever, ever, ever. So but I, I, Right? Like, I I would put everything on that someone needs you. And just think, it's like, when we think about other just monumental people, and I'll use Oprah as an example, if she oh. never shared her voice, we would never have an Oprah. Or if Lindsay never shared her voice, we would never have a Lindsay. <laughs> if Lauren never shared her voice, we would never have a Lauren. Like, what? No, we can't, we can't have a world where we like, don't like no. have you. So like, if you need someone, like, guess what? I need your voice. So if you're listening to this, I need your voice. I need you to speak up. I need you to share. I, I need your heart and to be shared with the world because my God, it can, whether it's changing the world or changing a thousand people, a hundred people, one person yourself, we need it.
0: And I really feel like a good note is that even though it's terrifying at first, it does get easier. It becomes, you start to understand the impact your voice has. You start to hear yourself. And I think it's, you start to be more comfortable the more you do it, which is luckily, I feel like a saving grace because the first time I ever made a YouTube video, I was probably terrified, but now I feel like it's second nature, you know?
1: Yes, exactly. And, and I think that is such a, such a powerful thing to hold on to because as soon as you take that step and it might just be one step or a couple steps, we then prove to ourselves that we're capable of that, right? Like oh. maybe before and you're not feeling capable of like starting that YouTube channel or, or even like, even there's been times where I feel like, oh my gosh, I can't even like get out of bed in the morning. And and sometimes like I, I need to, I need to sit in that, but that capability that power within yourself like it's always there and all you have to do is just tap into it like there's and and I think it's just about it comes down to the choice right because mm-hmm. we always have a choice and even though we may not have a choice in our experiences and in what happens to us and everything like that but we do have a choice in how we move forward in that and how we can utilize that so I and that choice I always envision like, you know, when you're up in like an airplane, and if you're ever if you ever do this, I'm, I want to do this one day, but when you jump out of an airplane, but it's the that moment right before the jump. That's always the mm-hmm. moment of the this is the deciding thing where it's like, okay, like, am I going to do this? Am I not going to do this? I'm really terrified. That's a really gigantic jump. I don't know if I can do this. And I think with my career, like I've always just jumped, leaped, dove in. I've always been a bit fearless in that. But personally in my, like, just in that self-discovery, I've, I think the fear has always been louder, but most recently I've been taking that leap of faith. And let me just tell you, it is like, I think it's, I think it would be scarier if I did it, I guess is what Mm -hmm. I'm trying to say. Like, I think that it's scarier when you don't take that leap of faith, when you don't like just, yeah, just leap and, and, I think that, um, I, even, in, even when you leap, your fear's still there. Like, I don't think the fear and the doubts and all that, but it never goes away. It's always going to be there mm-hmm. and that's okay. Um, because you know, that it, yeah, it's just reminding you of other possibilities for sure. But I think that there's, again, we, I think sometimes we pour so much into those negative possibilities and not the positive possibilities because they're, they're always balanced out. And so I think that, um, yeah, I, I just feel like it's, you are, and I've I've always started to believe this more and more, like you're worth the fight. So if it is a fight that you're in where you're like, I I can't do this. I, I feel like I can't, I feel like I can't. And you just, you feel like you're getting pummeled. You are worth the fight to keep getting back up. No matter how many times like you fall, you are worth that. And I think that once we believe that we're worth that, like Game on, let's go. Mm -hmm. We're gonna keep going. And and I I often think that in my traumas, I'm not sure if it made me stronger, because often a lot of times it made I felt a bit weaker, but it did make me resilient though. It you know, no matter in my weakest points or my strongest points, it's like it it has made me resilient in yes, I will fall, but I will always rise.
0: Wow, that was that was like a beautiful note right there. Oh my gosh. Um, thank you for sharing so many words of wisdom. I feel like everyone needs to come fo- follow you, find you. They want to hear more. So tell us like what you're up to, where to find you, all the different things that you have going on.
1: Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, so uh please feel free to follow me on Instagram at Lauren W Taylor and my new uh, digital home at Lauren W. Taylor.com. Um, also on TikTok as well too. And I, I I'm I'm so honored and grateful for your existence, Lizzie. Thank you so much for, I mean, not only in everything that you're creating, but just everything that you are. And just thank you so much for having me on the pod. Oh
0: my gosh, of course. And you have a podcast as well. Yes, I do. So it's called the Bloom
1: pod and we have Lindsay on there, which is amazing. Oh, it was the best conversation ever. Um, and yeah, and so definitely check it out. It's, um, by hello, Bloom media, um, so my two other business partners, Kelly and Brittany, and um, yeah, we're just really trying to, again, amplify women in media and bring in that representation and diversity and inclusivity. And we're just having so much fun over there.
0: Oh my gosh. I will put every link for Lauren in the description for her podcast, for her website, her Instagram, her TikTok, everything. Um, please go check her out. You are going to love her. I'm sure you already do. I feel so inspired after this. Honestly, this is, I feel like this is what I needed. So Thank you so much for sharing your voice, uh, your wisdom, and just for being here today.
1: I love you. Thank you.
0: Thank you guys so much for listening. And I will talk to you next time. Bye.